0: You're about to listen to our Living Within podcast with Lupe Luna and Tamara Montana.
1: This is part two of the Girl Princess Queen series, where we dive in on becoming a benevolent queen.
0: And if you haven't listened to part one, we explain the stages of a girl and a princess. So make sure you listen to that first. Now for part two. Our next stage Beautiful. The Witches. evil queen.
2: Mm-hmm. Lupe,
1: give us what an evil queen is,
2: girlfriend. Oh, the
0: evil queen is like maleficent. Mm. Right? She's very cruel. She's vengeful, yes. envious, controlling, greedy, and possessive. Now, Lupe and I had a real hard time
1: coming up with any examples of ourselves when it came to <laughs>
0: this. It's true. <laughs> we're like, we're never evil. What? <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> so Tamara, share your evil queen oh, experience.
1: My So we had to dig deep. Okay, so one of the things that I have a hard time you, you know, uh, actually owning, which wasn't too hard. I was actually at a uh, landmark workshop when I said, you know, I experience other people as being cruel. Other people as being vengeful. Other people just forcing me in like a square peg in a round hole. You got to be this. You got to be the Stepford Wife. You got to grow up. You got to have manners. You got to behave yourself. Mm-hmm. You got to be um, respectful. You got to be uh, reverent, <laughs> which there's a big part of me that is very irreverent, like the, the am <laughs> the, the irreverent reverend. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, to have to, you know, be... Oh, I had to go to cotillion, I had to learn how to dance right, um, I had to learn how to, you know, the silverware, the, the fork, the spoon, and how to eat, and what goes on which side. I mean, all this can be Wonderful, mm-hmm. you know, when called to have dinner with the Queen, right <laughs> in London, right. So all those things are important, but but to just put all of these huge expectations, I just thought it was just so cruel that I I just couldn't break out. Mm-hmm. I couldn't just be myself. Mm-hmm. So I was just very angry. So the cruel part of me would literally turn my back mm-hmm. to anybody that was putting me down, saying mm-hmm. I had to be a certain way, mm-hmm. or. Uh, just calling me names mm-hmm. and uh, uh, telling me how to how to be and how to behave, and there was a part of me that was as controlling on mm-hmm. the other end, with folding my arms and turning my back mm-hmm. on them. Mm-hmm. So I I literally matched their their behavior. energy, yeah, their mm-hmm. energy, and I just felt myself be. Maleficent. Yes. Off with their head. Off with their head. You know, <laughs> ooh, give me my dark wings mm-hmm. and give me my horns. Because I was not going to be controlled, but I was going to be controlling. Mm-hmm. So there I was.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: No better. Right. No better. Right. Loopy, tell me about your Maleficent.
0: My Maleficent story is I recently bought a house. Mm-hmm. Well, my husband and I recently bought a house. That's going to be two years this year. Very exciting. But the not so exciting part is it's my kingdom. So when you have your kingdom, you're a queen. And I was being an evil queen because I can be very controlling sometimes. And I admit it to where I try to stop myself being controlling. But there's times where you just react on emotion at the moment. And for me, it's whenever my husband cleans, it's not the right way, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's perfect what he's doing, but it's not up to my standards. So I can be very like, you're not doing that right. No, 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 not this way. And with that, it's like I, I feel very bad, and I have to really just kind of take a step back. Just hear myself sound so evil. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even believe what's coming out of my mouth. I can't believe that. But that would be my... You know, because it's very hard to just say like, you know, we're evil, but at any given point, you know, when our emotions do get the best of us, we do react and yeah. it's, it's not always the best, Right. but there's always a small part of us that can be just a little bit controlling or a little bit possessive on how things should be done. Right,
1: and you know what, Loopy? You're reminding me of another thing that my husband loves to <laughs> point out with me when, when, whenever we get locked up mm-hmm. in a conversation and, and he just drilling me, and and he says you just become so sarcastic, <laughs> and, and I really, really do. And I would say that that's not the most attractive right part, but there's it, it's almost like I feel so backed in a corner that I want to, you know, at least come out with something that says. You know, leave me alone in a way Mm -hmm. that I'm going to put you down Mm -hmm. and say, are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. and just like, what? Mm -hmm. You know, and just make fun back Mm -hmm. just to just try to get some kind of space of let's move through this. And this is his encouragement, right? Mm -hmm. He wants to move through stuff too. Right. So as water seeks its own level, so do self-esteems in Mm -hmm. marriage. So Mm -hmm. it's not like he's better, or I'm better, right. or your husband's better, or you're better. Mm-hmm. It's it's just trying to find our space. It's mm-hmm. trying to find our equalization in that water, mm-hmm. trying to meet the other, but matching the ugliness, right? which can just be, ugh. And certainly, you wouldn't want anybody peeking in going, oh, yeah. So your marriage is good, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're going, yes, it is. And how's your house looking? And how's your house? Is it clean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and because here it is, like, what? who are you, a life coach? Right. right? My husband's life And who are you, the therapist? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, look at you go.
0: Right. Anybody could peek in and go, mm-hmm. It's a little <laughs> bit of a mess in all of us. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So I own it. That's it. It's the best. That's what brings to our next point right our very next point tell us about the benevolent queen Mm. right because that's the the flip side of the same coin right so now the benevolent queen is someone who's very compassionate Mm. who's confident Mm. composed humble honest but deliberate Mm. right they have their kingdom as well and like you had the choice to be evil Or you have the choice to be kind and compassionate towards the people in your kingdom.
1: Yes. So it's all the
0: relationships you have in your life. Right. So tell me, because
1: I've witnessed so many experiences with you being that benevolent queen. Mm -hmm. Tell me about
0: an example of you being that. I recently had a very interesting situation, Mm -hmm. I would say.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And this happened Later last year, my parents had a tenant living in one of their properties. Now, my parents, you know, they're very old school as far as how they conduct their business. It's usually just by a handshake, right? Just like how most other generations are. You just have that trusting in that person that they're not going to take advantage of you. Right. These last tenants that my parents had were taking advantage to the fullest, To the fullest, to where my parents were almost backed up. They weren't sure what to do. So I stepped up. I said, you know what? Let me take over. Let me handle this. Because I know there's a lot of emotions going on with my parents with anger that that they were beginning to accumulate based on what these tenants were doing. I said, look, I'm coming in with fresh eyes. Let me be compassionate towards these
2: tenants. Mm -hmm. And that's
0: exactly what I did. They were saying a lot of lies. But instead of saying, oh yeah, yeah, well, what about the, I said, you know what, okay, I hear you. You know, I'm sorry for what you're going through, but you know, stuff needs to be done and we need you to move out, right? It's like, this is something that you agreed to. You mentioned you don't want to be here anymore. I didn't say, oh, we don't want them to be there anymore. But But I said, you know, you mentioned you don't want to be here anymore. Take you and your cockroaches and cats and get out of here. (laughs) So I I was being compassionate and just kind of letting them not feel small. Mm -hmm. Because they were so used to always being looked at a certain way, feeling like they weren't enough. And I didn't want to give that to them. Right. Because I knew what they needed. They needed to feel heard. They needed to feel like they were being understood for their situation. So, and I did that for them. I said, look, I'll help you out any way possible if we just come to an agreement that by the end of this month, you will move out with no issues towards the city, towards anything. Let's just make this a peaceful transition. Yeah. And it took some time, and I was just very patient I was very patient. I was able to keep my composure, and I did help the lady out. I helped her with some of her cats. I even delivered them to her. Right. So really, like, if I was being nasty, I would have been, nope, you figure it out. But I said, no, look, it's just, it's not working out for us here. Mm -hmm. You want to be somewhere else, and we need to get this place back to its original state. Because it was very, very, very damaged. Yeah. So, Yeah. That that was my example for being a benevolent queen, and I'm just so proud of myself. I was so proud
1: (laughs) of you too. I mean, I have to say, just listening and watching Lupe handle herself in a way where she didn't have to react. But what you did, Lupe, was respond. Mm -hmm. You just you responded with kindness, you had compassion. You know, it's all of those things that we hope to develop inside of us. And because of that. They responded in a way that you didn't have to go down super long roads of legal stuff and battles Mm -hmm. and courts and things like that. And I think that that's true for all of us that, you know, you hear about doctors who are sued the most. Mm -hmm. And they're the ones who do not have the bedside manner. Mm -hmm. They don't have that caring compassion Mm -hmm. for their patient. And so they tend to be sued a lot Mm -hmm. that don't have that. And what what they found out too was that the ones that had the bedside manner that actually cared about their patients, they got a chance to know their grandkids' names and, and what they were into and what the, what mattered to them. Mm-hmm. And they cared deeply for their patient even if they did make a mistake, it wasn't a mistake that required legal action, right. So to me, that's like a benevolent King, mm-hmm. right, and that's what my husband Greg was. He's done a, a program here on the boy, the prince, and the king, and I love when he talks about the king. And I love when it brings us to the forefront here, where Lupy and I are talking about the queen, because I think that there's something very spiritual mm-hmm. that comes into play with queens who come into their own. It's almost like you've gone through all the different tangents, the the side the side paths through the woods that we've made mistakes on, we've tripped on, we've had scary things happen to us. And then somehow the queen finds within herself, God within, the light within, the tapestry of her life, that even if there is a hole that is torn inside of it, she allows for that light to shine through and she's been able to take the broken pieces in her life and create a mosaic to where there is literally color that streams through her presence and being with other people. And with this compassion, there's something that rises up to replace her. And not only replace all of her, just the ego side of her Mm -hmm. that has merged with God in a way that says, I see you Mm -hmm. and who you are matters to me. And there is a part of me that as I study to become a psychotherapist or whether we go out with interior design jobs or whether it is we've been a part of a workshop. My husband and I lead these workshops that are pretty... Amazing, and we do some ministry that is pretty amazing. Is one of the things that we do is just surrender to what is. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: When we surrender to what is, there's a confidence that comes up inside. And as I studied to even be a therapist for other people, what I learned to do was really listen and really create a space where myself and my husband or myself and another person, or when Luby and I are out on a job, we create this space for whatever is going on that that individual or that couple or that family can literally unfold and be themselves Mm -hmm. because we've given ourselves permission Mm -hmm. to be ourselves. Mm -hmm. There's something really authentic with the queen who has a humility, right? The the evil queen is off with their head. Right, But the benevolent queen says we all matter. Mm-hmm. We all matter. And ha- if I win, that's only one part of joy. But if you win and I win, we all experience the joy. And with a benevolent queen, I think what happens is that our sorrows can be divided and our joys can be doubled mm-hmm. with a benevolent queen mm-hmm. ruling in her little empire, whatever Mm -hmm. that is, whatever your world is, imagine a queen having a sphere of love that not only encompasses and envelops her, Mm -hmm. right? That Lupi and I were just watching this amazing video today about really truly being able to love ourselves Mm -hmm. allows us to love other people. Mm -hmm. So imagine inside of your sphere of love as a queen, People can feel that from 30 feet away, Mm -hmm. from 30 feet away, there's an energy. And I'll just say, Luffy and I were asked to be judges uh, Mm -hmm. at a school where it's a fashion design, and these students have put together these amazing, beautiful art designs out of recycled Mm -hmm. things. Recycled materials. Recycled materials. And one of the things that Luby and I got a chance to do was just be amazed and awed Mm -hmm. by their creativity. Mm -hmm. And here we could sense that they were nervous. Mm -hmm. And yet Luby and I could dispel that nervousness in a heartbeat by extending our love. Mm -hmm. And we did that just energetically Mm -hmm. and just praising them and, and being an encouragement by clapping and saying, Welcome to ROC's talent show (laughs) you know and clapping for them and and having them shine with their project Mm and whatever that was and then being able to give out awards and I think that you know Lupe and I could even afterwards you know as they had comments for us we could humble ourselves Mm -hmm. and say you know we were there Mm -hmm. Lupe was literally physically there (laughs) back in 2010 yes
0: not that long ago right So,
1: Luby, just say a little bit about your experience of us today, being able to be queens at a place where kids were still nervous about becoming. Well,
0: I feel like we were just truly being examples, right? Because whenever I was in in school, I was terrified to give presentations. I mean, terrified. I would rather take an F or a minus or whatever to just not present. Right. And a lot of these students, I was just so impressed, right? Like, yes, they were nervous, but yet you couldn't really tell too much that they were nervous. Or they, you know, they presented so well, some of them. I thought, wow, this is incredible. Right. And yes, they were nervous, but after they met us, it just dropped. Right. It was like there's a veil and it just completely dropped to where they're laughing. And we said, hey, let's take our picture. Right. Okay. Just very excited. When we were giving out the, the medals, before we gave out the medals, Tamara gave this beautiful, inspirational little speech. Mm-hmm. It just letting them know, hey, no matter what happens today, everybody's a winner.
2: Absolutely. Right? And I was
0: looking at everybody's faces as, as she's speaking. And some of the students who just don't feel confident in, in themselves, right? Like they felt, oh, well, for sure I'm not going to win. Right. Or, well, wow, like this is probably going to be terrible. Their faces is lit up, mm-hmm. right? Just because we're able to say, look, this is amazing. Just the fact that you showed up and did something right. is amazing. right? Right, And that's for anybody, right? If you just sit in your butt not doing anything, people can't see what talent you have because every single person has a beautiful talent. Yes. whether it's numbers, right? Right when people might think that numbers are nothing, but I can't I'm not that good at numbers. You know, it's like so someone who has that mind for numbers mm. has an incredible talent as well as someone who can sing, someone who can design, someone who can build a house is just incredible. Yeah. So just really being able to honor every single person for their talent and what they're able to bring to the table, not what the person mm-hmm. next to them can bring but what can they break?
1: Oh, beautiful. Mm-hmm. That was so powerful, Lupi. Thank you for being mm-hmm. a part of that with me because mm-hmm. as a queen in a position of what appearingly is a little more power, Mm -hmm. a little more influence, yet we're all the same little girl on the inside. Mm -hmm. And that when you do have that opportunity with power to be able to use your kindness to Mm -hmm. uplift someone Mm -hmm. versus your criticism to tear someone Mm -hmm. else down. I mean, how neat to be able to offer someone encouragement in their strengths versus their weaknesses. Their weaknesses. Mm -hmm. That's a, that's a definition of true kindness mm-hmm. is being able to do that and mm-hmm. to be able to say, guys, just by virtue of the fact that you showed up, mm-hmm. we're having a parade for you
2: mm-hmm.
1: and we're ecstatic. And not everybody can be the top winner, but you know that in your heart, you're mm-hmm. a winner because you showed up here mm-hmm. and we are proud of every single one of you. Mm-hmm. Every single one of you. And it was hard for us to differentiate, uh, you know, a gold, silver, and bronze award. However, you leave here today knowing that you got the best award. Mm-hmm. And that's because you got to be you here today. You know,
0: my favorite part, too, was seeing some of the groups that were completely shocked when they won. Right. I mean, just absolutely shocked. It's like They didn't have that confidence in themselves. Right. But whenever they received that medal, they were just so elated and so grateful. And we said, hey, you know, give a couple of words while you're up there. And they did. Yes. You know, they and just that was shared. unusual, right? Right. Because last year when we did
1: this, they got their award and they were like, thank you. And they sat down. Mm-hmm. And we encouraged them, right, Luke? I mean, just say a few words. What... What was it like for you going through this experience? Mm-hmm. So, a true queen doesn't have to take the entire limelight.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They don't have to keep saying, Look at me, look at me. Mm-hmm. You know, a true queen could know her value and her worth is sufficient to have that internally. Mm-hmm. They don't need those accolades or mm-hmm. even an Olympic a medal or award to put around them to know that they are truly a child of God. Mm-hmm who is grown up in understanding that what you do to another, you do to yourself. Mm-hmm. And that brings me to just a a beautiful space of queendom, right? Mm-hmm. That I feel that when I, I am humbled before my God, when I am humbled in a friendship with God, God because I've gone to my father, mother, God, and mm-hmm. said... Help me. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: You know, you created me. And in ashes to ashes, dust to dust, when I leave this costume of a body, I Mm -hmm. will return to you. Mm -hmm. So we, you know, death isn't the opposite of life because life is eternal. Birth is the opposite of death mm-hmm. so if you if you'll you'll take a moment to just go around and look at tombstones we've got the birth date and we've got the death date mm-hmm. and we've got the little dash that's in between who do we choose to be mm-hmm. when we face those forks in the road I think we're reminded when we have, like an analogy of being either a bratty girl or sweet girl, a nasty princess, a gracious princess, an evil queen or a benevolent queen, know that at every given juncture in life, when we take those side roads of being nasty, bratty, or evil, that we can always course correct. Mm -hmm. There's a beautiful opportunity to just, like boomerang, back to center and know that at any given moment or choice, we can be kind, we can be gracious, we can be benevolent. And you know, I'm I'm I have to say how blessed I am to have you, Lupe, in my mm-hmm. life. Because to me, you are not only all those things, but you are primarily benevolent, gracious mm-hmm. and dear, you know, in my life. And I'm I couldn't be more grateful because I I think that God in his gracious mercy will give us those people in our lives that will be a mirror, mm-hmm. that will remind us of our worth, that will remind us that I see you mm-hmm. and I get you and you matter to me. And Luby, I couldn't be more grateful to God for our friendship, Yeah, for what God has blessed us with, being able to not only be friends, but to be able to work together mm-hmm. and to be able to... Spend more hours of the day than we do even our own family,
2: mm-hmm.
1: except for my family, because <laughs> I work with my husband and my dad, mm-hmm. and I'm just so grateful that, um, you know, that in my in my queener years, mm-hmm. <laughs> to <they> call that <laughs> that that we get to be blessed with who we strive to become. Because mm-hmm. I just think that God, in His graciousness and and His mercy and His gift.
2: Mm-hmm
1: to us that he's brought us together. Mm -hmm. So I'm so grateful for you, Miss Queendom.
0: Thank you. (laughs) You know, and really with that, I'm grateful for you as well because it helps when you surround yourself with queens Mm. because they remind you of who you are. When you're feeling like a bratty girl, they can uplift you and say, no, yes, you were probably a bratty girl at that moment, but I know who you really are. Yes. Which is a queen. And, and that helps so much. So really just surrounding yourself, like I know Tamara and I, we have our, our group of gals. Right. There's four of us. Right. We still don't have a name for our, our little group here. <laughs> right. That's right. We're still trying to figure that out. Right. But when we're together. Yes. It's really just an open space. Yes. To just speak our hearts out. Oh. And whenever we are feeling down, they're there to uplift you. Right. And that's really what all of us need because at any given point, we can be any of these at any moment. Right. Right. And what Lube
1: is speaking of Mm -hmm. is our group of four girls, right? So it's Lube and I and Cheryl and my mom, Mm -hmm. right? And we'll get together and we just laugh. And there's all generations that are represented. Mm -hmm. Right, So I tend to be in the middle there. Mom and Cheryl are up there. And then uh, Lupe is, is our younger generation, which is our old soul as mm-hmm. well. But there is almost like there is no time or space that doesn't bridge us together mm-hmm. in our connection mm-hmm. with each other. And one of the beautiful things about coming together is we then, as we fill up with each other, fill up our tanks of love, we get to overflow that mm-hmm. with our man. Mm-hmm. with our with our kings in our life mm-hmm. that we want to be the best for you know there's nothing there's nothing more that we desire more than being a good wife a mm-hmm. good spouse a good mother a good friend a good a good woman yeah A good woman. Mm -hmm. And I I think when we have both of those available to us so that we get to rise up, that we get to say, Thank you God mm-hmm. for everything that you've blessed us mm-hmm. with and everything that we get to do and be and looppi mm-hmm. <laughs> your you know reminds us when we're bratty because at any given moment I'm nasty yes at you any are. given moment Loopy's bratty or mm-hmm. I'm bratty or whatever it is and then we catch ourselves with each other and we we course correct
2: mm-hmm.
1: into being more of a benevolent queen I think because we get to have that valve right and I think if if you could imagine all of us are kind of like these, these volcanoes, right? So that when we go through certain experiences growing up, you know, whether it's a loss of a pet or parents get a divorce or, you know, girls are mean. Oh Lord, they can be mean. And just, oh, I remember going home from school one day and just having one of my friends just blast me in my ear about who I was and what I was doing, what I was being. I went home and had an asthma attack good Lord. I mean, it was just that suppressed sadness inside of my body. But actually, if you can imagine that that's lava building up, right? Just Mm -hmm. lava comes all the way up to our knees. And then when we get into high school and it's like, oh my gosh, I didn't meet, I didn't win cheerleader. I didn't do, get the homecoming queen or, you know, whatever it is that you consider to be, Mm -hmm. you know, milestones in your life, whatever that is, and more lava builds up. And you know, you just have a bad hair day, or you know something more. Lava builds up, and then, good heavens, you get into you know deeper things. Of oh my gosh, now I'm gonna date somebody. And it's like what, you know? And then it's like you're you're trying to show your best front, your best foot forward, and and so you you look good. Right, everything's about looking good. Boy, you want that on your gravestone? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, she looked good. <laughs> that would be nasty, princess. Right, mm-hmm. and then you get into a relationship, and your partner just says one little bitty thing, like, you know, you know, what's the wrong with you? shoes don't match. her the shoes yeah. don't match. <laughs> what would You, you know, anything. When well, you got food in your teeth or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and it's like all of a sudden you get the top of your volcano goes. Explosion. explosion! And you're just getting all your stuff all over on this person. They're like, "Wait a minute! Mm-hmm. All I said was I didn't like your shoes. I didn't <laughs> like your hair. You got something in your tooth, or, you know." And and so one of the beautiful things about having really good girlfriends is that when you process fully those things mm-hmm. that you've been through, right? It's like giving yourself a valve mm-hmm. inside of that volcano,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, lava that's built up. You know, and you can say, hey, I remember when, and I went through this and I felt like that. Mm -hmm. And you're you're allowing that lava to just ease out Mm -hmm. instead of explode out of the top so that when you do meet that Prince Charming or you meet your king or you're married and you're with your spouse, that when you have that valve and you don't have all that lava built up Guess what's available inside of a relationship mm-hmm. when you're that benevolent queen?
2: Mm-hmm. You're just
1: like, oh, honey, let's go. We're on our adventure. Mm-hmm. You know, we get to be together. Oh, even if it's as small as we get to cuddle at night, mm-hmm. or oh my gosh, let's watch that TV series. Luvia was telling me about, and you can curl up on the couch. You can pop popcorn. You're you're available to say, aren't you adorable? Mm-hmm. Aren't you just the cutest thing since sliced bread? Mm-hmm. I just love who you are.
0: All right. Tell me more about you. Tell me how great I am. <laughs> <laughs> and for me, I'm, I'm a very visual person, right? Because mm-hmm. we have that artistic mind. So the v- kind of idea that I have, Tamara mentioned lava, right? right. Well, we have this anger built up because our bodies are made of water, right? So right. it's like you have this lava. So you're converting your water into lava until you do explode. Yes. Now, if we connect directly with source, it's right. like a water stream. It's a waterfall. And you're pouring love into your heart. You're pouring love into your body to where that lava just excludes your body. Wow. Right? And we were able to have that love water source. Mm. You know, when you have a cup, your cup is filled. Right. Right? Now you want to fill your husband's cup. You want to fill your coworker's cup. You Mm -hmm. can't because you're overflowing with love. Right. Right? And you're able to overflow your love to everybody who's around you. Right. Right. It's something that, that Tamara just is a great example of. of. Mm. You know, today when we were at the ROC, the kids were leaving back saying, Oh my God, her energy was so great. Mm-hmm. And it's because she's overflowed with love wow. that she's able to just extend that out, saying, Hey, I have a five gallons. Oh. I got more if you guys need more.
2: <laughs> You're so, sweet. so she's
0: able to fill everybody's cup mm. to where everybody feels full. When you're in your presence. So it's like, who do you get to be? Mm. Do you wanna wear your bow and be a girl? Right. Do you wanna wear your tiara and be a princess? Right. Or do you wanna throw on your crown? Right. And just be able to feed everyone who's around you.
1: Mm, I love that Mm loopy. I'm so reminded when uh, Wayne Dyer talks about, you know, whatever's inside, you know, if you got an orange and you squeeze it, you give it so much pressure, is Grapefruit juice gonna come out of grape juice, pomegranate juice? No. Orange juice is going to come out. Mm -hmm. That's the same thing with us. Mm -hmm. When we get squeezed, when we get pressured, when we're put up against the wall, my prayer is, God, let Your love come out. Mm -hmm. Let me be that person that is not gone to the ocean of what God could could provide for us with a teaspoon, Mm -hmm. but I I want to go with gallons. I want to I want to pour that water on like what you were talking Mm -hmm. about, Loopy. I want to just say, Father God, let let your love consume me, that when I'm squeezed, that that's what comes Mm -hmm. out. That's what comes out. And I love Mark Twain says that, forgiveness right because forgiveness is such a big part of being mm-hmm. able to continue to love because grievances are that lava mm-hmm. grievances that when we hold things against people who have done us wrong mm-hmm. justifiably so mm-hmm. we can stay bitter and hateful our whole lives and people wouldn't blame us mm-hmm. because of mean things and wrong things that have happened mm-hmm. whether you've got you know you've been raped you've been diagnosed with a, a whatever you've been through a divorce you've been whatever that is you have every right when, when something has been betrayed, right? But does it serve? Mm-hmm. Does it serve? It doesn't. When you get that, when you hold, put someone else in jail, that when you put them in jail, the jailer and the prisoner, neither one are free. Mm-hmm. Neither one. You stay hyper vigilant with, are they in the jail? Are they in that jail? You are not free. And that key to being free, to letting that water flow, letting that water come over that lava, mm-hmm. is that you hold the key to forgiveness on the inside. Right. And when you take that key and you let them free, you let you're yourself. free. Mm-hmm. We're free.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We're free to love. Because guess what? I don't have to hold all this energy of them being in prison. Mm-hmm. Them being in jail.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? That I can I'm free to love then.
0: And focus the energy on yourself. Yeah. Because it, it all starts within us. Yes. No one else is responsible for making you happy. That's for it. For telling you, you're amazing. Right. we we know we're amazing. Yeah. Right. Just look in the mirror and just said, hey, you're amazing, and you're telling yourself that. Right. That's so right. So really, it's, it's it all starts within us. We have the choice to either be love or be hateful.
1: That's it. And you know, Mark Twain says that when forgiveness is like the fragrance that's released. From the heel Mm. that has crushed the flower. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So imagine. So when the flower is crushed by a heel, that fragrance that is released that is so intoxicating, Mm -hmm. so comforting, so beautiful, that is the forgiveness. Mm -hmm. That's the forgiveness. Mm -hmm. And to never wish something to have been different.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. We don't have to go back and go, Oh, if only this, if only that. Because really, when you think about it, what, Lupe, What? what's your favorite dessert? Oh, I love me some cheesecake. Cheesecake, mm-hmm. so let's think about that, Lupe. What goes into making up some cheesecake? So let's say we've got this batter and we put in eggs, raw eggs. We put in a stick of butter. We put in milk. We put in the cheese, the cream cheese. We put in the whatever it is, whatever one ingredient. Any one ingredient by itself mm-hmm. can be very distasteful. Mm-hmm. Like, here, Lupi, go ahead and just take in a, a, a couple of raw eggs.
2: Mm. Ooh. No.
1: Would you go <laughs> yum? Ooh. And here, have a stick of butter.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Ooh, no. Right. Not very tasty. Mm-hmm. Here, have a little bit of uh, vanilla. Mm-hmm. Oh, by itself? So bitter by itself. Yeah. Bitter. Oh, how about even a whole bunch of sugar? If you just take on a whole bunch of sugar, or, you know, maybe Mm -hmm. the cream cheese might be a little good,
0: but... Throw some bagels on that, you're fine. That's it. (laughs) Throw some bagels on the locks. that's it. But
1: any one ingredient that goes into making up our most delicious dessert can be very distasteful, Mm -hmm. just like it is for us in life, Mm -hmm. right? Any one experience can be very distasteful. But yet, when you take all those ingredients of a batter, and you... If you were to just put it in the oven without integrating it, without mm-hmm. mixing it, mm-hmm. it wouldn't turn out very good out of the oven, mm-hmm. right? But you just take that bowl of all those ingredients and you integrate it, right? Even some cookie dough mm-hmm. can taste pretty good. And you put that batter or you put that cheesecake, you put that in the oven and it starts baking. Mm-hmm. The aroma. Oh my gosh, that thing cooking, your mouth starts to water. Mm -hmm. You can hardly wait to put that warm taste inside of your mouth Mm -hmm. because it's so delicious. Mm -hmm. Same thing that's true for us in life. When we integrate all of our distasteful experiences, it goes into making up the most delicious dessert, the most delicious us, the most delicious part of who we can be. Now, when you put your fork into that cheesecake lupe and you take that bite, And you put that first bite in your mouth, and it is so delicious. At that moment, would you want to go back in and take out the butter? Oh, no. Or take out
0: those eggs. You're grateful for all those ingredients.
1: That's it. That's it. Mm -hmm. So as it is with us Mm -hmm. as the queens in Mm -hmm. our lifetime, queens realize that all the ingredients that went into making up their life, no matter how distasteful or how joyous Mm -hmm. or wonderful, it goes into making up the most delicious queen we could be. And there's only humility mm-hmm. because we honor mm-hmm. the pain of whatever was so distasteful. Well, even
0: a cake rises up. Right. Right, so whenever you do mix all these ingredients up, you have, a, have it go in the oven for about 15, 20, 30 minutes, whatever it takes, and you see the the crust rise. Right. Right, so it's like all of us too, we do have all these bad ingredients inside us. It's mixed in... But once it's in there for a little bit of time and you have time to process everything, it rises. Mm. But then it makes that beautiful cake, which reminds me of that butter cake that we had oh. for your mom's birthday. Oh my gosh. We got,
1: <laughs> okay, we're going back to the Petroleum Club because that was amazing. So, ladies, thank you for allowing mm-hmm. us to share with you because this is truly from our hearts with each other and with you that we wanted to share. The process of becoming a queen and having a choice, mm-hmm. always have a, a choice. Guys, love what is. Take humility as being part of your crown, your confidence, your, your compassion, your honesty, and be deliberate in who God has created you to be. Go get them, queens, mm-hmm. because we're going to be out there, and believe me, in the sparkle in our eye, we're going to recognize the sparkle in yours, mm-hmm. and we're going to wink at each other because we see you. Mm -hmm. Thank you guys.
0: Thank you.